And uh, I want us to read um, Psalm 46 and just spend a few minutes thinking about this amazing psalm and song of praise this morning. So it should appear on the screen, or if you want to follow it in your Bibles or on your devices. Psalm 46, the introduction is for the director of music of the sons of Korah, according to Alamoth, a song. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. I love that psalm. I come back to it again and again. It's the song of faith in troubled times. And it reminds us what happens when we worship. Because when we worship, we look up. We don't look around. We we look up to the Lord. And this psalm encourages us to lift our eyes to the Lord, as many of the psalms do. Psalm 121 actually says that, lift up your eyes to the Lord, who is the maker of heaven and earth. And it's so important that we come back to these songs of faith when the world seems to be in a mess. When the world seems to be in chaos and things falling apart, what do we do? We we look up. When our world, when our lives get messed up and things fall apart, what do we do? We look up. Maybe until relatively recently, mankind has had few thoughts to spare for the possibility of world catastrophe. Yet today... We live in moments of global warming. It's a threat to the planet. There is famine and there is drought and there are floods. There is food insecurity around our world. Conflicts drive 80% of all the humanitarian need in the world. The conflicts in the world. Nuclear arsenals are swelling once again. We look around and there are many unstable leaders, leading nations at this time. And as we've 
seen already, conflicts are on the rise. There's instability in many nations. There's a rise in extremism. Terrorist networks flourish in these times. Sounds a bit depressing, doesn't it? For Where do we go? To whom shall we go? We look up. And this Psalm 46 is a great song of faith in troubled times. God is with us. There are 12 Psalms ascribed to the sons of Korah, who are a Levitical family. And part of the family became temple doorkeepers. They even wrote a Psalm themselves about what that was like. Psalm 84, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. Have you read that one? I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord, that's what they did. But then the other side of the family were temple musicians and led the worship. And Psalm 46 is another ascribed to the sons of Korah. And I just want to pick out three simple things that encourage us through this psalm. Firstly, God's protection. Secondly, God's presence. And thirdly, God's peace. So verses 1 to 3, God's protection in the face of upheaval in nature. We are reminded in this worship song that God is our refuge. It's repeated in so many of the Psalms, 61, 62, 71, 73, 91. God is our refuge. He alone is our strength and our shelter and our place of safety. He is with us. No matter what is going on in the world, no matter what is going on in our lives, He is with us and He is a mighty fortress. And even as this song says, even if the earth gives way, even if the earth gives way, even if the mountains which were seen as the most solid things ever, even if they fall into the heart of the sea, those who look up to the Lord will not fear. There is so much fear in our world. But we do not need to fear because we look up and we see the God who is with us, who protects. He is the Lord of all things, heaven and earth. He is mightier than all the chaos in the world, whatever that may be. And He is making this creation new again. And anyone who trusts in Jesus is part of that new creation. And we live in the now and the not yet of it. We are in the kingdom of God, but we will see it in all its fullness one day and see Jesus face to face. And we worship the one who had authority over all things. Jesus says, all authority has been given to me. Not some authority. All authority is given to Jesus. And when he walked on this earth, he had authority over the wind and the waves. He had authority over sickness and death. He had authority over evil and sin. Therefore, we will not fear. Because we are loved, and perfect love casts out fear. Secondly, God's presence, verses 4 to 7, in the face of the raging of man. There is a river 
whose streams make glad the city of God. If you've been to Jerusalem, you will know there isn't a river in Jerusalem. Closest you get is Hezekiah's tunnel where they where built a passageway to get water into the city, but there is no river in the city. It's unusual. Most of the world's capitals are built around the access to fresh water. Think of the capitals you know. Is there a river that runs through it? Probably yes. But there is no river in Jerusalem. It made it vulnerable to attack, especially to siege. I wonder if that was in God's heart all the time so that God's people would depend upon him. No natural water supply. Yet, through the pages of Scripture, you read that it has a supernatural water supply. In the prophetic words of Isaiah and Ezekiel, Isaiah, it is a place of broad rivers and streams. Ezekiel 47, the river flowing from the temple, from the place of the presence of God, there was a river that flowed out from the temple through the city. And when Jesus stood in the temple courts, he said this, Whoever believes in me, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Because the supernatural source is Jesus himself. The river of life flows. It's a picture of the Holy Spirit. Go on to Revelation 22. Eden restored the river of the water of life flowing from the throne of God and from the Lamb. See, the strength of the city is not in its fortifications or walls or ramparts, but whether God is within. The security of your life is not on your bank balance or whether you've got a nice house or whatever you have. It is whether the Lord is with you. Because if everything falls apart, we do not fear because He is with us. His presence is our security and abundant blessing. And in this psalm, they sing that God's help comes in the morning at break of day. It reflects on Lamentations 3, His mercies are new every morning. The nations may rage, and they do. And the enemies of God may shout, and they do. And they persecute His people more now than ever before. But He only has to speak. And the earth melts. The authority of Jesus. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, the Savior of the world. And thirdly, God's peace. He is in control. Come and see what he has done, says the psalmist. And we, on this side of the cross and the resurrection, say to anyone, come and see what God has done. He has come himself to die for this broken and lost world that whoever believes in him won't perish but have eternal life. Come and see what God has done. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth and we're praying, aren't we? 
particularly for Ukraine, but in all the conflicts around the world, that he will make them cease to the ends of the earth, and he will. But most importantly of all, he has made peace through his blood shed on the cross. The kingdom of God is at hand. Yes, not yet, in all its fullness, but God's peace will be universal. Jesus will come again as the judge of all, yes, but also the prince of peace. It says in this song that he shatters the bow and the spear and burns the shields with fire. In the Old Testament, captured weapons were often destroyed by fire. If you want to update this psalm, he shatters the nuclear warheads, the bombs and the tanks and the missiles and the drones. And God's people are invited to come and see what the Lord has done and reflect again and again and then call others to come and see what the Lord has done. Jesus has done it. It is finished. He will do it. He is coming again. And the psalm ends with these wonderful words, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know the Lamb wins. And often I've read that in the way to encourage me to have my posture right, to be still, to wait on the Lord. And I think that's right as well. But I've just been thinking about this this week, this phrase, be still and know that I am God. I also see it in God speaking to the turmoil. He speaks. And he says, be still and know that I am God. To a world that is raging, be still and know that I am God. Jesus speaking to the wind and the waves, what did he say? Be still, know that I am God. When he spoke to sickness, he said, be still and know that I am God. When he speaks to death itself, he says, be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46 is that challenge to the so-called superpowers of our day to stand still and recognize that God is God and they are not. He will be exalted among the nations. He will be exalted in the earth. God's protection, God's presence, God's promise. In short, this psalm is an affirmation of trusting God in the most troublesome of times. God is with us. Even when the world around us might seem to be falling apart, in the midst of unpredictable natural disasters that change and destroy the earth, God's people are not to fear. In the midst of political calamity, the voice of God can be heard. In the midst of militaristic strife, God is in control. And he says, be still and know that I am God. Day is coming when he will bring universal peace on the earth. And he will remake this earth. And gather all of his people to himself. What do we do in troubled times? We look up. Amen. Amen. Let's just pray together. We're going to sing a final song.